right, that's fine. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're doing it. We're potting the cast. <clears throat> Tonight. Reboot time. <laughs> Here we go. You made me work for that one. The pause was longer than usual. Lest you wonder if we would still be on our bullshit. We're always on our bullshit. Tonight, on Reverend no one had to read a book. Keith is only allowed to say Zubio ten times. And will anyone see or remember anything? Why did I write C? Will anybody remember anything we've read about the last three years? This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue 6, standing by. Rogue 7, standing by. Rogue 3, standing by. Yeah, you guys gotta get weird with this one. So many balls. <laughs> that was so Bodie. <laughs> Excuse me, that's Brigadier General Melbar. There's, there's two Darth Vaders. They they kind of swap in and out as Natalie Portman and Anakin Skywalker. Pepperoncini. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay. Hello, listeners. Welcome to season 12, mission one, episode 95 of Rogue Padrons. This- <laughs> we should see how many different like clarifiers we can put at the end <laughs> of our episode numbers. <laughs> I mean, it's necessary sometimes. Part one. Episode 103, <laughs> if you count that one, that doesn't really count. Right. <laughs> Episode 420, because they're all episode 420. <laughs> episode 420-69. This is our second episode in 2K19, but it's our first like actual episode for the new reboot now that we're on the Not Saf for Work network. So we're pretty excited. Also, shout out if you haven't listened to our episode one commentary, you should definitely go and listen to our episode one commentary. <laughs> we we had a great time. We had a great time. I re-listened to it today. It holds up. <laughs> it's aged well. <laughs> I was last, so the last week has like, been kind to it. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> But for any new listeners out there, and if maybe you just forgot about it, a quick reminder of your hosts. If Heath, Rogue 3, was a natural disaster, he would be an avalanche because he'll start with a small thing like a subtweet, and soon enough, it's an all-out devastation. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Saf, Rogue 7, would be a drought because she'll just remove herself from the situation and then everyone suffers. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. Danny would be the ice caps melting and causing so much flooding because (laughs) 
Come on, sheeple. Global warming is real. <laughs> well, actually, we in the global warming community prefer to refer to it as climate change now. <laughs> Can't hit Melbar. That snort. That was a Melbar voice. <laughs> And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I would be a volcanic eruption because most of the time I'm pleasant and, like, quiet. Mm, not quiet, but I'm pleasant and, like, <laughs> chill, but you do not want to be around when I go off and then cover everyone in bone-melting lava. Yay! <laughs> like a Kratos so volcano? Yes. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. Hey, I remembered a thing It'll from burn- a book. You did, I'm proud of you. It'll burn you up from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Meg. Just like Meg. Good luck. Oh, well, speaking of bone-melting diseases, I have a question about Star Wars Episode Nine. blank. My question is, fill in the blank. Oh, no. Revenge of the Beeps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. BB-90's coming back, and she's got anger. She's got to anger. She's got <laughs> anger. She's, that's so much better, Sav. <laughs> no, I was literally talking last night about how I will be really upset if, like, BB-90 doesn't return in episode 9. Partly because I love her, but also because BB-8 having an arch nemesis is, like, the best thing. Yeah. And I want more of that. It's but also, so like... And she's probably pissed about what they did to Phasma. Yeah, exactly. She's She'll be so mad. So, like, she has to be alive. Her and Phasma coming back... And being like kind of burnt up and messed up, but still really angry. That's that's what I want, and so that's what the title should be about. Is that did BB Nine E like pull Phasma out of like the burning wreckage? Yes, is that how Phasma survived? Absolutely. Didn't Phasma literally fly off into space? No, no she fell no. into fire. She fell into a pit. Oh, a pit. Flaming pit. <laughs> a flaming pit. Oh, I'm sure her her armor is flaming pit resistant. Yeah, because it's made from a spaceship. Should be fine. Are spaceships flaming pit resistant? Yeah. I hope so. Are you often <laughs> flying your spaceship into a flaming pit? <laughs> yeah, like into like near suns and stuff like that. Space is just bad. You don't want to go there. And it's like not the hottest. It's only it's like human fire. It's not like the hottest kind of fire. <laughs> so Phasma fell into a medium fire is what you're saying. Yeah. It's like she's medium burned. Yeah. There we go. It's, it's a she's gonna come back fire, with only second degree burns. Yeah. Episode nine medium fire. <laughs> on a scale on a scale of one to Anakin, she's like a <laughs> Okay, so Saf is going for Revenge of the Beep not even BB nine E, just Beebs. <laughs> that's what she goes by now yeah that sounds right does anyone else have any contributions to this discussion question uh, discussing Star Wars kind of off the cuff like this is kind of the premise for our, our podcast <laughs> now so <laughs> I need you all to step it up here sorry, sorry guys this was a terrible idea this whole thing <laughs> podcast is actually over it's not gonna work just be a seven minute episode it's fine and by the way rogue quadrant's canceled now uh we said it was coming back but we've decided now that it's bad we only wanted to do the episode one commentary (laughs) (laughs) 
what if our reboot was just so that we could do that? (laughs) And that's how the feed always lives. (laughs) Just that one episode. (laughs) Episode one commentary. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Uh, What about something like a a new rebellion or something? I don't know. Let's break it down. So, so like... Do we want it to be a blank of the blank title? Do we want it to be a the oh. blank blank title? Do we want it In to all be seriousness, a blank something blank? I've been like seriously thinking that it might be something like Spock of the Rebellion. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like that's what I've been thinking for a while. Like it probably won't be that, but like there's the discussion of how it might be something that was like referenced in this in The Last Jedi, and it's very much hitting towards like the new rebellion or whatever. Um or spark of the resistance or something. And they keep talking about the spark that will light the fire that will ignite the resistance or whatever it is. That really stupid long statement. It. Like, it's so it was, bad. It was good like once when Poe says it in the trailer and every other time. Even in the movie when Poe says it, I'm still like over it. Like it was good in the trailer. <laughs> oh, you already said this in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> if you we get it. A, a slogan for your rebellion, make it a little bit snappier. Yeah, it should be more snappy. I wish they yeah, would do like, something doesn't like... doesn't even fit on a t-shirt. Like Rebellion Rising or something. Mm. That would be cool. I feel like it'll probably go with the of the yeah tradition though, because Star Wars is poetry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so far the poem has been the blank blank and the blank blank, which we haven't have we had any? Oh, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, and the Empire Strikes Back I think works fine because it's the yeah, and then it's not like a you know the blank blanks blank yeah. Attack of oh. the Clones, Return of the Je- yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Um, so, what about like uh, the Revenge of the Fathers? Yeah, I hope yeah. that they don't have like Revenge or Return. Yeah, it'll be really confusing. Yeah, and I and okay. I'm trying to Vengeance think of, other... of the Fathers. <laughs> That's they're, better. They're That's just going to use Revenge of the Jedi since it's I not, ta- it. it's not like, technically taken. Reshuffle the it. greatest hits. <laughs> Return I'd be of the Sith. so mad. The Phantom <laughs> Sith Revenge is back. They're like, oh, we found some Revenge of the Jedi t-shirts lying around Lucasfilm. Let's make use of those. <laughs> we got our movie title. <laughs> Yuck. Um, like, I don't think, I don't know. I kind of hope it doesn't have anything to do with, like, Jedi because, like, they already used The Last Jedi. Yeah. And they already said, like, The Force Awakens. Yeah. And so I hope it doesn't like reuse any words that are that are like big catchphrases like that um just because i think it'll sound like super cheesy and like they already sound like dumb so (laughs) i don't want it to go like even even more right yeah i don't know because i'm trying to think of something like hopeful because i would want like episode 9b to be like the end of Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. the end Um, of star wars well, like the end, like I really think I know what you mean. The end of like the Skywalkers and and things like that. Like I I don't necessarily want another trilogy that focuses on these characters and this kind of really large good versus evil storyline. Star Wars Episode Nine, Rip Luke. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Nine, A Newer Hope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Newer and hopier than before. Oh my god. <laughs> too new, too nine. hope. <laughs> I mean, if they keep just using... Like, I I guess there was that rumor that they were going to use, like, a line from TLJ or, like, that we had already heard it in TLJ. Um, 
like for the episode title. And so I think those were all the good jokes that are, were already made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Star Wars Episode Nine. Keep it. It suits you. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, hold on to your butts. <laughs> Why did you pause? You made it weird. <laughs> Danny, we can curse now. <laughs> Sorry. Hold on to your asses. Wait, that's worse. Go back to somehow worse. Yeah. I still don't like that very much. Hold on to your nearest arm rests. My chair doesn't have any armrests. Just hold on, okay? Okay, I'm Because holding. hopefully soon we'll have an answer to the question. I'm holding for general hugs. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Nine: Holding for General Hugs. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, speaking of general hugs, today's discussion um, is going to be not about a book, but about. Well, we can use. We can talk. About, we're going to talk about books, but no one had to read any books besides the books they've already read, which Yay! meant that Heath was actually the only one of us who did our homework. <laughs> Hey, I filled them out. I just did it slightly slowly because I forgot literally everyone in the prequel. You filled it out while we were talking, Seth. Slightly slower, <laughs> Seth. <laughs> Look, I got there, okay? Yeah, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Keith, get back at your computer. I can hear you far away. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I forgot to take the mic with me. <laughs> do you do that often? Like, walk around while we're recording. I wouldn't worry about it too much. (laughs) 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 All right, so tonight we're going to be talking about the power of two-second background characters. Um, So this was actually suggested to us by Emma. Nope. (laughs) Totally combined her name. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I'm in a place. (laughs) Emphis Nest. Um, on Twitter, and when we asked our listeners about what they wanted to hear Rogue Podron talk about during our new reboot. And I think that this is a really good question, like discussion for Rogue Podron, considering who we are. Who Heath <laughs> is. And who Meg is. <laughs> like, who a bunch of us are. <laughs> and so I knew that this was going to be really fun. Um, Emma was actually specifically talking about the Twi'lek lesbians in Solo, which I know many people in my Twitter circle were happy about, but then we were later crushed when the Solo Vizdik came out and there was a little <laughs> note about how one of these Twi'leks is male and they just put on the female like cones for some playful fun. Um, because as if Solo could not get any worse. <laughs> okay. I literally did not know about this until just now and I am... So mad that this is a thing. Be- yeah. Before we talk about that, can we just define Viz Dick in case yeah. anyone is not sure what that is referring to? Can we can we first define Are it we just gonna... so we can agree to never say it again? <laughs> we're just going to leave that term floating out there. Are, are those the two things we're going to agree to right now? Because I sure <laughs> hope they are. It's not. Um, so Viz Dick is the shortened form of visual dictionary. <laughs> And I'm always going to call it that because I've always called it that, and I'm not going to change now. Vizdik is a better term. So the many Vizdic. syllables. Yeah, the Vizdik. Anyway. <laughs> so what anyway. the what? It says that it's actually a male Twi'lek just cross-dressing for fun. Yeah, yeah. basically. Why though? Uh, because we can't have anything good. I think the best way 
that I am going to purchase is that they are lesbians and that is a trans Twi'lek. I was going to say, can we make a case for like our first cross-dressing representation? Trans Twi'lek, lesbians. That's it now. It's canon. <laughs> okay, great. It's been decided. Great. You tried All to right. foil us, Kasdan, but we no, got we you again. we you like that. That was actually Pablo. Oh, Pablo. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Not sorry. All right, so this pretty much sums up how powerful these characters are because we instantly latch onto them because of representation or aesthetic or their brand or, you know, people build their brand on them. <laughs> Eyes emoji over at Heath there. <laughs> it's me. It's you. And they just become extremely important to us super fast. And we already are coming up with backstories and headcanons and all of these things about them that we don't even know about, like, Han or Leia or Luke. Heath, can you, is now a t- good time for you to tell the story of why this became your brand? Because I don't actually know how this happened. Uh, just like one yeah, day I woke sure. up and I was like, oh, Heath's the Zuvio guy now. I'm the Zuvio guy. I remember watching it um, slowly. Yeah, it happened very slowly. It's because it was just so funny to me <laughs> that, like, that <laughs> character that happened to that character. Like it really started as like, this is just a funny meme, and I don't, I don't know. I just like kept doing it because the jokes were funny, I guess. Yeah, because people were so mad about it to begin with. Yeah, because there was so many action figures of Zuvio and like yeah. photos of him and spreads and stuff like that, and then he wasn't in the movie at all, and it was really funny. It's funny. It's funny. But it's then really- yeah, I just like kept photoshopping him into shit, and I don't know. Eventually, I like caught on and was like, yes, he should have been in that movie. Anyway. <laughs> and now, now you're like a true believer. Yourself. Now, yeah, now I'm like the Zubio guy, like you said. Oh, this is how the flat earthers must do it. What? Yeah. <laughs> you just keep making jokes until one day you believe it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the flat earthers. Okay. 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 I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know if yeah. flat earthers started off joking, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> I Some do, I think. I worry about them. I yeah. I don't have time to worry about them. I worry about other people who deserve it. <laughs> there is that story of the flat earther who, you know, mm. <laughs> he, I mean, sorry, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> the joke was like there, and then I just like totally lost it. Oh, I'm sorry. Like flat earth was in the movie for a second, but then their part got cut. That's that's what I'm going for here. Making a, mm. a flat Earth to Zuvio mm. comparison. Can you guys workshop this with me? No. <laughs> no. I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. We'll just leave that then. <laughs> we'll just pretend that never happened. Something something about theater in the round. I don't know. No, no, we're done. We're gonna cut this off. The Globe Theater. We're we're cutting it off right now. And I love the round. <laughs> okay, this has nothing to do with anything anymore. What are we even talking about right now? <laughs> That's our tagline, by the way. <laughs> what are we even talking about right yeah, now? Yeah, this has nothing yeah. to do with anything. What are we even talking about right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, anyway, back to these characters. Um, because they're so small... It's very easy for them to nestle into our hearts and quickly burrow their way and get their claws in. And then we can never get them out of there, <laughs> no matter how hard we try to, like, if Heath ever tried to not be the Zuvio guy anymore, 
it would never happen. Zuvio's there now. And (laughs) there's no way to extract him. And we just got to lean into it. Like, you know, fan fiction on Brooke Vessery being a pirate. And that leads to a relationship. And that's fine. (laughs) That's fine. Heath, do you ever tire of being the Zuvio guy? Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes. Yeah. Not going to lie, when that celebration poster was revealed yesterday, I was like, I have to put Zuvio in it. (laughs) But I didn't. It's it's become your day job. (laughs) Yeah. I I just chose to not do it that time. Like, if if there's a good joke to be made, I still, like, want to do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, uh, what was I talking about? doesn't matter. Um, And so, in, like, Legends, so back in the day, we did get these, like, Tales of, like, Jabba's Palace and Tales of the Bounty Hunters books that um, were now Legends that got to, that gave us these stories about these super background characters, like Max Rebo, who I feel like everybody knows who that is, um, got a 15-page story about whatever it was. I don't remember, but I think it was him trying to get some gigs and how he ended up in Jabba's Palace. And we also have, like, for the current canon, from a certain point of view, which does the same, making the galaxy a little bit bigger, even though it's during the events that we are extremely familiar with. So to honor and celebrate these two second characters, we'll be sharing our faves and then any headcanons or whatever we want to say about them. So is everyone ready? Yeah. Yeah. Ready. Okay. So we'll start off with the prequels. And Seth, who are your favorites from the prequels? The prequels are hard because a lot of the prequel characters I love, um, like from the era, are characters in the books, but aren't actually in the movies even as background characters. Because um, I read like all of the books in that era, so, you know. But like also because they're main characters in these books, even though nobody cares about these books, they're not like choosing characters, so I couldn't really pick them. Um, but then I realized that when I was younger, like I, I was super obsessed with like all of the Jedi all the Lady Jedi who would turn up in the backgrounds of those movies. So, like, uh, Ayla Sakura and Shark T and um, Adi Galia and stuff like that, um, who then got more, like, fleshed out in the Clone Wars and other things as well. Uh, but it was really cool. Like, whenever I saw them in the background, I was like, look at that cool alien lady. She's so cool. So I'm going with those girls. Yeah, I had I got all of those action figures when the prequels came out, and I had no idea of any of their names. <laughs> <laughs> I could not remember where they were in the movie, um, but I was like, "No, they're good because they're women," <laughs> and there was yeah no other reason. <laughs> and and like I've always really just really liked Shakti's design. Yeah. Um. So Shakti in particular has been one that I've really really liked. Uh. Even now, like she's she's just really cool, and I love yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, can I go next? I'd like to go next. Okay. So I have I have a new favorite as of last week. And it's Yariel Poof. And Yariel Poof, as you might remember, is the hero of the Phantom Menace commentary track that we recorded. (laughs) Because of their amazing neck. It is it's such a good neck. Um, and Danny. now I must know, does Yariel Poof appear in any other ancillary material? Um, the I robot assume... chicken. <laughs> there, there have been so many comics and stuff where, like, the Jedi Council is pictured that they've had to have been in, like, 
comics and stuff. Right? Ariel Poof is in a vision to Darth Vader in Darth <clears throat> Vader comic number twenty five. And in Wait, Legends... like a recent comic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that came out recently. Wait, why? What? <laughs> Look, I'm just looking at the the appearances on Wikipedia, and it says Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith, number 25, Vision to Darth Vader. <laughs> All right. Wait, does that mean Yariel Poof appears as a Vision to Darth Vader? <laughs> Am I hearing that right? I think that's what that means. <laughs> No. Amazing. <laughs> so we're gonna, we're going to have to do some research on that. Nope. Yariel Poof that, is all over Legends. Be, that better be what it is. There's an indirect mention of Yariel Poof in Darth Plagueis. There's so much in Darth Plagueis. Yeah. There's too much in Darth Plagueis. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, that's that's my choice for the prequels. Um, I'm now learning that... Oh, male. Okay. Uh, Quirmian? We've never seen yeah. anything else, Quirmian or a, anything from Quirmia. We've definitely heard Quirmian and other things. Let's see. Oh, yeah. They're all over the place, too. Knights of the Old yeah, Republic. It, oh, that's probably why I know the name so well. Yeah. That's why nobody else knows the name. And a comic called Yaddle's Tale, The One Below. No. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to have to read that. No, no, no. We're going to have to read that. Oh. Danny, my favorite thing was when the Yariel Poof account on Twitter <laughs> replied to you. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. You were just like, Yariel, hi. Oh I mean, God. it's been it's it been so exciting. long since like parody accounts interacted with us, so it was really exciting that Yariel Poof appeared. Just just poof. There was Yariel. And and yeah, I was so excited to see them talking to us. Oh my gosh. Well, Catch twenty two did reach out to us after the Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah, that's right. How's Lil' Ketch doing? (laughs) Ketch does not appreciate you saying Lil' Ketch. I said said old Ketch. Uh, Did you? I never heard Lil' Ketch. No, he did not say old Ketch. (laughs) That was a nice attempt at a Uh, save, Danny. We'll have to go back to the tape. I I gotta give you credit, but no. (laughs) I'm being gaslit right now. You are not, Danny. We are avoiding being gaslit. <laughs> Only time will tell. Oh, Danny. <laughs> this is really why we need to record our own track. Anyway, Keith, your turn. Oh, yeah, you're not going to believe me because you're going to think I went back and edited it. Dang, Nab. Yeah. I, ca- I can't win. There's no possible way for me to win in this situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, well, I had two answers, one of which was Yariel Poofin was stolen by Danny. We had a fierce battle in the show notes while Seth was giving her answer. But since Danny got to go first, I lost. Um, but my other answer, my first answer is Yaddle. Um, she's just like Queen Supreme, meme Queen Supreme, I would say. I just like, I love that there's like a female Yaddle and that's like, literally uh, a female yaddle a, f- a female yoda see i've just got her on the mind <laughs> yaddle on my mind <laughs> i love that there's a f- just, like the character is literally just female yoda <laughs> like no other no like distinguishing <laughs> anything that it is just female yoda and also that is- like 
Have we ever seen any other Yodas ever besides those no. two? No. We've seen point, two. Like, We've that's seen the thing is that the two. whole point and, like, all the way up until, like, this was that Yoda's the only one of his kind. Like, we don't actually know what species he is. Like, he's a mystery. And then they just go and take this extra Yoda puppet. Like, they have it built up this secret. Slap a wig on it. <laughs> slap on a ponytail and it's like, look, it's Oh, Yaddle. <laughs> Oh, now there's a girl one. It's like also, the Twi'leks in Solo. It is just so strange to me that after 40 years of Star Wars, where, like you were saying, Meg, these two-second characters have, like, entire life stories, we still call the species Yoda's species. Like, how <laughs> because have they, George Lucas how have... literally refuses to tell anyone what it is. Like, that's going to the grave with George. Well, he doesn't own it anymore. Come on, Disney. <laughs> Let's just make up something right now. Yodel. <laughs> there it is. Yodels. No, Native no, to the planet the Yodel. Their daughter. No, it's Yodel, and she does a Dell cover. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Me it really is. <laughs> me it is you're looking for. <laughs> no, you just ruined my sequel trilogy answer because it was going to be. It was going to be Yoda and Yaddle's daughter, Adele. <laughs> yeah, that's played by Carrie Russell. <laughs> uh, I, that's right. I'm so excited that we're going to get to see. So, anyway, everything about Yaddle is just <laughs> funny, which is why I like Yaddle so much. Um, another, I mean, the Jedi Council is just like ripe for the pickings. Oh, another, yeah. <laughs> another one is Opo Rancisis. Rancisis. Oh, yeah. He's like a bearded fish. <laughs> George, what was George doing? <laughs> Whatever he wanted. Like, Heath, you remember when the Beatles wrote the White Album? Let this man do this. That was George before the Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, mine for the prequels is Kit Fisto. Mm. Mm. Love me from Fisto. <laughs> <laughs> Heath, why did you sound like a, a disgraced Victorian woman just then? Because that's how I felt. <laughs> anyway, talk about Kit Fisto. <laughs> Not using that. Much. And do it with a straight face. Oh my god, I do all the time. Except I smile because he makes me smile because his smile is so handsome. His smile is gorgeous and he makes me so happy. It's gorgeous. Like, in Attack of the Clones, when he jumps into the arena and then he force pushes those battle droids and then he whips his like head around so his tentacles are moving and they just smiles. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And But I first saw, or no, it probably wasn't first, but like my most distinguished memory of him is actually in the micro series for the Clone Wars. Um, and he gets obviously assigned to help the Mon Cal versus the Quarren. And he di- and like, they're like, oh, Master Fisto, it's your mission. And then he just like pushes his robes off and he's just in some swim trunks. And he has great shoulder to waist ratio. And he jumps in the water and his lightsaber still works. But like the light around it is extra swooshy because of the water. And like he just spins around and then again with his trademark like dashing smile. And it's just he's so handsome. 
He's the most handsome. <laughs> anyway, Kid Fisto. <laughs> Kid Fisto is very good. Yeah, super good. <laughs> Great. All right, so let's move along in the timeline, kind of. Uh, what about the original trilogy? Um, this one was very hard because I had <laughs> most of the background characters in the original trilogy scare me because a lot of them are puppets. Um... <laughs> Wait. The set... Are you afraid of puppets? I am so scared of puppets. What? <laughs> yeah, the original trilogy is like the only they're the only movies I will watch that have puppets in them. How Any how do you watch Star Wars? Movies? It's all real sets. Practical effects. Practical effects. It's because like at least puppety later on. Yeah, Yoda in episode one. Yeah, that's yeah, so scary. Did that, did that like freak you out? Yes, I but like I mean, that's a scary looking puppet. <laughs> yeah, I watched the Labyrinth when I was a kid, and that scared the shit out of me because just I can't handle puppets. So um, the original trilogy was a struggle for me, but I really love the mouse droids. Just I love mouse droids, and also every single lady Twi'lek in that in those movies, which isn't many, and they're all like slave dancers. Uh, but they deserve better, and I still love them. Isn't there only one in the original trilogy? Yeah. Is oh, great? yeah, yeah, because there's, like, kind of the lavender-colored one who sings with the Max Rebo band. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a green one as well. Yeah, that's Ula. Yeah, it's Ula. I was like, Ayla? And I was like, no, that's the other one. And what's his face? <laughs> that's the other one. I don't care about him because he's got Di- Daiwana Wanga. Bib, Bib Fortuna. Oh, yeah, Bib. His name is yeah, Bib. Got... <laughs> <laughs> got scary teeth and I don't like it. Because apparently Bob yeah. was taken. Yeah. My God, what if he has a brother named Bob Fortuna? Bob. That was maybe that was the one in um Rogue One. And their sister. No, that, that's that's Beezer. <laughs> oh yeah, that's their, Beezer. That's right. Beezer Fortuna. <laughs> no, and their sister Bab. I <laughs> don't like Bim, Bob and Bab. Fortuna, the Fortuna family. Beezer's the black sheep of the family. <laughs> yeah, he's the cousin. <laughs> cousin Beezer. <laughs> uh, my favorite OT. <laughs> Satellite character is Moma Nadon. Oh, surprise. Who surprise. is that? <laughs> oh, it's the Thorian. He's the Ithorian <laughs> and the Cantina. Oh. And I mean, no. I like him because of my brand, for one. But also because he, like, usually what happens in Star Wars is, like, a character appears and is a thing. And then if it's, like, a different species from humans, the next time we see another character from that species, they are that same thing. And then that thing becomes the entire planet. They're all just that thing. But Mama, Mama is like a bounty hunter, but none of the rest of the Ithorians are bounty hunters. So I appreciate that that's one time when they didn't fall into the one alien is all, all aliens trap. Like and, every single Twi'lek is a slave dancer. Exactly. Or every single Rodian is a bad bounty hunter. <laughs> so... I like that. I also like that because he's a original trilogy and specifically from A New Hope, that means that there are endless action figures about him. So I can actually have an Ithorian collection, even though by all rights, that's not a thing that I should be able to have because they're a very, very background alien species. And someday they would become the environmentalists of the galaxy. Although that might not, that might all be legends now. I don't actually know what we know about Ithorians in canon. Oh my god, the Ithorians in um, Night's Republic. 
We're so right? Rich. They're so nice. They just want to plant flowers. It. Yeah, they're like, we are here and we just want to plant trees and make everything lovely. And I was it's like, like, you are so precious and I love you all. The mission for that is to like help them plant flowers better so they can make the yeah. planet prettier. <laughs> it's just so perfect. The, the, one, so the one clue we have about Ithorians in canon is in, in Bloodline, which is where all the like, everyone is like either being a, I don't remember what the two sides are. There's like two sides. And they're either being, like, Republicans where they want to, like, have big government or, like, Democrats where they want to have, like, localized government. Or I got those flipped. Anyway. But the Ithorian delegation doesn't commit to either side because they're the Green Party and they just want to, like, take care of the Earth. This has been Ithorian culture with Danny. (laughs) You knew it was coming. Save it for your own episode. Um, I have two. One is Yak Face. I don't even know what movie Yak Face is in. Isn't it a new hope? Might be. I just think Yak Face looks really cool. And it's the closest we've come to a Bothan. Oh, we need a Bothan. Um, so that's Yak Face. And then also Willrow Hood, Ice Cream Machine Man. Willrow Hood's a hero. Yeah. So good. He has his priorities correct. Yeah. The running of the hoods is like my favorite thing in any I, Star Wars. I just I love so much that it's a, like a thing. Wait, <laughs> what are we talking what? about? A bunch of like yeah, dozens so, uh, of people cosplay as Wilro Hood. Oh, oh, oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like the orange get up and run. Oh my through god! Celebration. I witnessed that. I have finally a video. last celebration. I was so excited. <clears throat> yeah, I have a video of it. It's. I mean, I've seen it like all the time. It was really small one time when I was at. Um, celebration six which was in 2012 um because there was only like i don't know 10 of them um but it was the first time i had seen a running of the hoods and it was delightful pa was so confused because pa obviously went with me to this convention because it was his birthday weekend and he was just like this is great what character are they? <laughs> <laughs> this is great. What's happening? Yeah. And I was like, and I explained it and he was like, man, let's go get some ice cream. And so then we left the con and got ice cream instead. <laughs> As you should. Living up to the legacy of Will Rohood. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's ditch this time for ice cream. Um, Mine is, again, obviously the ginger Ewok with the white cheeks who helps <laughs> Chewie um, steal the ATST. Yeah. So Chewie has two Ewok companions. One is black with a green hood and the other one is this ginger Ewok with white cheeks and huge eyes wearing like a maroon colored hood and it's just, it's the cutest Ewok. It is the cutest Ewok. Is that and maroon row hood? Stop. <laughs> I love them so much and they're only like in that part. I, I I do pick them out a little bit in other scenes, but that's the only time where you get like a fake, a close up on their face and they're like smiling cause they're driving an ATST and they don't know what they're doing. And it's so cute. It's yeah. I, I, they're like, I don't, let's push some buttons. <laughs> that's a neat trick. Um, all right. So then the sequel trilogy. Yes. Oh, this one's really obvious. Um, yeah. Yeah. BB90, obviously. I love her so much. I have loved her since I first saw her. <laughs> literally, first time I ever saw that droid, I was like, "Yes, that droid is the best droid I've ever seen in my life," and I love that droid. Um, and then I got a Sphero toy of her, uh, and that 
toy goes everywhere with me. Um, and I have like every single <laughs> piece of BB9 merchandise I could find, which isn't a lot, but is like surprisingly still quite a bit. Um, so excited to just be decked out in BB90 stuff when I go to celebration. Uh, I also really love Peasy, who is in both of the movies, both of the sequel trilogy movies. Um, and she's also, she first appeared in the Leia book, Moving Target, um, which came out prior to The Force Awakens. Um, and so I fell in love with her in that book because she was basically like Leia's, Leia's memoir writing droid, um, <laughs> who just like would come and be like, okay, Leia, we're writing your memoir. You should like tell me stuff so we can write it. And I loved her because they described her as like a protocol droid who was like blue, but had like a weird, like a really weird, like clam, not clam, but like sh- shaped head. Um, and I was like, oh my God, she's a female droid, but she's like, described really weirdly like she's a weird looking droid and then i saw her in i think i bought a figure of her before the force awakens even came out um and i saw her in the force awakens like she's in a couple shots and you can like hear her name mentioned over the comms at some point and if you're watching the movie with me i will literally point out every single like time that you can see her same with the last jedi i'm just like there she is there she is there's peasy <laughs> like whacking my friends like hey it's peasy it's, it's like, peasy oh God, it's peasy <laughs> Um, and if PZ isn't in the new movie, considering there's no point in The Last Jedi where she would have died, so she must still be alive. Um, I've watched that movie very closely many times to make sure that PZ is not in one of the shuttles that gets blown up, and she is not. Um, so she's still alive. But I love her so much. She's just so good. So, like, the prequels and the original trilogy didn't give me enough, like, weird background droids, but the sequel trilogy is doing really good on that. Is PZ specifically Billy Lord's droid, or do I just associate them because of that one promo shot where they were standing together? Uh, I don't think she is. I think she's kind of like Leia's helper aid droid, but oh, not like right. the way she Leia's memoir was. droid. Yeah. Like, I don't know what role she plays in those things, because obviously that's way after that point in time, kind of. Like, what if, it's, in full- what if it's literally just taking everyone's memoirs down? Maybe she like is. Like, they're Maybe trying to evacuate Jakku, and PZ is like, how does this make you feel? I need to get some thoughts down. Maybe she is recording for posterity. We don't know. But she's good either way. Actually, I, I think she works on a ship or something at some point, so she's just a little helper. She's good. Um, This was a hard one for me, too, because there are so many wonderful characters that I love in the background of these movies. Like, I could pick every Canto Bite character. Um, I could pick every character on Jakku. Um, oh, wait, I have a huge canon thing. Can I add that really quickly? Yeah. Um, there's Captain Ethano, I think, in Kanto mm-hmm. Bite, not Kanto Bite, in Mars's castle, um, in The Force Awakens, who's like- Oh yeah, that the, red guy? Yeah, with the red helmet and everything. And in the background, um, you can see him, like, when Finn says he's gonna come with him, in the background when Finn is talking to Rey, you can see him walking out the door of his, like, other partner guy. Um, and obviously, because- <laughs> Because the actor is in a helmet and can't see anything. He has to take the other character's, like, arm to get down the stairs. But in my headcanon, they are totally gay married. And they are gay pirates. And I love them so much. Because, yeah, I just, I noticed that one of the times I was watching the movie. And I haven't been able to unsee it since. Yes. Um, so I almost picked just Pava. But I'm going to count her. <laughs> I'm going to count her as more than a background character. Yeah, um, and so I have. What I, about, uh, what's her name at the start of the Jedi, the Last Jedi? Oh, Maybe. Tally. I like I like Tally, Tally. Tally too. <laughs> um, but I I mean I can't not pick non-humans here. So um, for Episode Seven, I went with Vober Dand. Who is that? <laughs> you all know Vober Dand. Who's Vober Dand? 
Uh, Voberdand is the mammal, like, ground crew. He wears a yellow jacket, and at one point he's, like, directing the X-Wings, and he kind of looks like a lion. Oh, that guy, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, his name is Voberdand, um, and, and he's, he's pretty great. I don't, I have no idea where he came from. Like, everyone else at the Resistance base, we, like, have a story for them, but Voberdand is just, like, there. (laughs) He's always been there. He's (laughs) He's a- <laughs> he, he was waiting for them. <laughs> um, and then for episode eight, again, there's a lot of great characters in Canto Bite, but if I had to pick one, it would be Snook Ukorfe. <laughs> you made that up. <laughs> nope, I am looking at the episode it eight was- Viz Dick right now. <laughs> no! Because yeah! d- despite my effort to appear as if I'm not the kind of fan that buys a viz dick occasionally i i buy a viz dick um (laughs) (laughs) i love you danny Uh, making your mother proud so um yeah so snook ukorfe he uh kind of looks like a hippo um and there's a couple of okay yeah there's a couple of important details i mean first of all he's a hippo wearing a suit so like that's important um but pablo was was made a point to point out that he has a freshly exfoliated face which I think is just like good for you for taking care of your for your face, you know, exfoliating and whatnot. Routine. Um, he also has two earrings hanging from his snout, uh, which in and of itself is pretty great. But then the note mentions that th- that is how he's indicating his unmarried status. Oh, so, <laughs> so the earrings are him like making okay. making it known that he's available. Wow. Hey, he's rich and I'm unemployed. So. <laughs> <laughs> Furthermore, it says he is drawn like a tractor beam, which, first of all, is the most Star Wars sentence I've ever heard. He is drawn like a tractor beam to wealthy females and dazzles them all with his exceptional dancing. Well, what? Like, I don't even need to headcanon anything about Snook Urkorfe because it's all right That's there in the Viz Dick for you me. Need to know. <laughs> right? Also, his name sounds way too close to Snoke for comfort. It does. Yeah. Oh my Maybe god, he's really he is Snoke. <laughs> Snoke is Snoke. No, Snoke's face was not freshly exfoliated. Oh. No, that's what he looks oh. like after he exfoliates. Oh. Uh, he, he does a really good job exfoliating. That's a really good chemical Snoke peel. Snoke really needed um, a really good face mask and chemical peel and some good exfoliation, and then he was, he was good to go. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Thinking about the holes in his face. It's so oh. gross. Dermatologists hate him. Yes, I hate him too. <laughs> Lord. We all hate him. Yeah. Okay. Well, mine is Oni Hosaya, who is the Are one we of just the skipping me on this one. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I mean we are because we know yeah. <laughs> That's like the only way to do this character justice. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought of another one too. He got cut okay. for time. Sorry, Heath. Yeah. What's your other one? What's your other one? No, it's a trick. Hello. He's gonna say Zubio. Hello, <laughs> Asti. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. His name but, spells lost. I love that. That little <laughs> pilot. That song, Hello Beastie, or whatever it is. Yeah. A Pirates yeah. Caribbean song. Yeah, it's a Beastie Biters song. Song. Yeah. Beastie Biters. <laughs> Beastie Boys? I I just combined Beastie Boys and Foo Fighters. Fighters. (laughs) I don't know why, but I 
I did it. I mean, Beastie Fighters is better than the Foo Boys. The, the, the Beastie Fighters. Oh, Lord. But yes, okay. it's well, a song. Okay, so mine is still Oni Hosaya. Uh, that is the other stable boy in Canto Bite with the father's the one who actually knows about um, Luke Skywalker being a badass. Mm. The one who should have been Broom Boy. To the other kids. Yeah. So not Broom Boy, the other one. <laughs> um, I really like him, and I wish it was him who had Force powers. Maybe He's he like does. He's like a really exciting storyteller, right? Like, yeah, yeah. He's the one who's telling them all about it, and like, he's great. Yeah, he's really cool. I, I like that kid. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. And also to say, like, the fathers in general, like, mm-hmm. I don't remember how excited I was for those forces. I mean, only they if I can so say the Porgs good. in general. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. they, they fe- the feature The Porgs are not, movie. like, minor characters. Neither are the fathers. They're more minor than the Porgs. What? They have okay. a whole escape okay. scene. All the Porgs do is get eaten. Okay, I will I will take back the fathers. <laughs> <laughs> good. Thanks. I will take them back and put them in my room so they can be mine. <laughs> They you can keep all the porgs, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Take your father's and leave. <laughs> I need a father plushie. Why don't I have one of those yet? I think the father plushies are really disappointing. Yeah, they yeah. are. They're get not ones. cute. Why do they look like? Oh, just like not cute fathers? Yeah, yeah, they're not cute. You know what plushie I do need, though, is that giant BB-90 plushie. And the fact that they didn't bring that to New Zealand is a goddamn travesty. Well, you have to buy one when we're here and then just buy a plane ticket for it to sit next to you on the way home. Oh, yeah, hey, hey, Rogue Quad fan, bring me one at Celebration. <laughs> wow, someone's actually going to do it, you know? <laughs> oh, I would actually feel really bad if you want to spend money on me, so don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you know where one is near the convention center in Chicago, please tell me, because <laughs> I'm determined. You know, there could be one at the convention center, right? Oh, I didn't even th- Yeah, did you know that they sell Star Wars things at Star Wars Con? <laughs> <laughs> I legitimately forgot that they sold all merchandise there. <laughs> this is actually Saf's first celebration. <laughs> yeah, the other Saf you saw at the other ones wasn't actually me. That was Natalie Portman. It was Natalie Portman. It was Natalie Portman. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, Diddy? I have nothing to add. Okay. That's fair. I'm just fighting okay. back tears. <laughs> all right so rogue one <laughs> um i have a couple for rogue one uh there's that there's a really cool like white weird looking droid right at the start of the movie on um that planet that like the Earth's the from. yeah it's like working yeah, yeah. the farms like one of the vaporators whatever it is uh yeah. and i really love that droid and i was really hoping it would just randomly get an action figure because it looked cool it did not which is very disappointing um I'm not even sure if it was even in the physic in the end. I'm, I can't remember about that. But, like, I was really excited about that one droid. It's so cool. And there's also, like, a pink Twi'lek, which I think I mentioned in the commentary last week, last time, uh, which you can see, like, briefly in a shot while they're, well, you're first being introduced to Cassian or whatever. Um, I forgot the name of every single planet in that movie, apparently. Uh, but, yeah, there's a pink Twi'lek you can see just in the corner, and I get very excited about that pink Twi'lek because she's a pink Twi'lek, and I knew they existed, like, in Star Wars in general, but, like, seeing one in a movie is very exciting. Um, my favorite Rogue One background characters are Kate Ken and Sholan. 
who you all remember. Yep, obviously. Yep. Just remind me who that is. <laughs> <laughs> they are Admiral Radish's helpers. Uh, oh, oh, that's yeah. true, yeah. So they're like very white Mon Calamari. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for finishing that sentence with Mon Calamari. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they just like, they're kind of dumb. They're just doing But they're like best. smiling all the time. Yeah, they're doing their best. They're trying real hard. Yeah, I think they got entry-level jobs. Yeah. The... They're, one of them is definitely an intern for sure. Yeah. And that like ended up way in over his head. Well, Radish seems like the type of leader who will be like, I see you have no experience. Come take the comms. And you're like, uh. <laughs> and he's like, the best learner is just, or the best teacher is just doing it. And we're like, okay, that's not a good strategy for everything. Yep. Admiral Radish. <laughs> hey, hang on a goddamn second. My favorite back, like, choosing character from that movie is goddamn Lyra Urso. <laughs> because <laughs> oh. oh. i really love her so like, background you forgot about her at first yeah like i want to cosplay her one day because i kind of have the right face shape for it uh mm-hmm. but also like she's really cool because she's super into like the world and the environment and everything um like she kind of reminds me of my mom uh a bit but she's also got this whole like she wears robes reminiscent of jedi outfits and she like truly believes in the force and all that stuff like she's the kind of character i really love um i liked her in catalyst the book beforehand because she was just like galen you're an idiot like these are the things we need to do kind of thing um like galen listen to your damn wife please she's real smart and besides the authorians she's the closest we've ever gotten to an environmentalist in star wars yeah exactly like she was literally establishing a national park program (laughs) yeah and she was like Going into like war zones to make sure she can like do research and stuff on planets. Yep. Uh, she's really, really cool, and it sucks that she dies instead of. I think they should have reversed it so that she was the yeah. the person left alive instead of Galen. But I understand that she is a woman, and Star Wars likes to kill mothers, so that's how it is. But she, I love her. I love her so much. I'm realizing that for sequel trilogy, I forgot to say Broom Boy. Oh yeah. We literally talked about Broom Boy. <laughs> But I forgot to say Broom Boy. <laughs> <clears throat> he would be on my well, list. Seth, I think it'd be interesting to do a population study and see if the population of the galaxy far, far away is declining over the course of the trilogies due to the lack of mothers. That would be really interesting. Yeah. I'd be curious on those numbers. It's fine. They have plenty of eggs. <laughs> oh, There's so mm. many eggs. Mm-hmm. And that one really big egg, too. Maybe yeah, that's I mean, why there's the Abenito population boom in the sequel trilogy is because they, they come they from were eggs. All, they were all Abenito. <laughs> They're all, all fertilized eggs. eggs. <laughs> because, like, you don't need a different person to fertilize every egg. But it's more fun that way. It is more fun that way. Um, but, you know, like, Kira only had to fertilize Ray's egg once and, like, be done with it. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. <laughs> Anyway, Keith, who's your favorite Rogue One background? We're all just talking about Star Wars facts over here. <laughs> Commonly uh, well-accepted Star Wars facts. Super well-accepted. I have to go with C-3PO and R2-D2. I, so bad. I saw this in the show. <laughs> Their cameo in this movie is so, so stupid. bad. I love so it. So stupid. stupid. I extremely it's love just, it. It's just like hilarious that they're there. <laughs> so I pick that. <laughs> And it's, like, not even on the nose. It's just, like, hey, R2 and 3 oh, are here. There they are. <laughs> I found them. In case you Play forgot what galaxy we were in. 
Honestly, it made me really sad that there wasn't a really stupid shoehorn of those two in Solo. Mm, like I was waiting up. for it. Yeah. The whole movie, like when you wait, like when you listen to a song, you're waiting for the beat to drop. I was waiting for that with R2 and 3PO, and it never happened. And I just left that movie feeling unsatisfied That's for like so many sweet. reasons, but also because of this. Also because of this. <laughs> the least <laughs> offensive reason is probably that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, mine is Captain Kato Okone. He is the, the captain of the Hammerhead Cruiser, uh, um, the Lightmaker. Yeah, yeah I that's, that's good. Love him. Uh, he gets a pretty good shout out in in the Rogue One novelization. They do a little bit more with him of like what he's thinking as he decides it. Like, yeah, we're gonna do it, and we're probably gonna die, but I'm okay with that. Um, I really like him. He's a cool guy, and he like really does his part and that sequence is the coolest sequence so thank you captain okone all right so that's all of the anthology movies we need to talk about so next up is canon books or tv series because i know that heath doesn't really watch like rebels didn't watch like rebels and like resistance so you can use if you've read any of the books um or canon books. Canon, oh, books. canon books. Well, I, need to canon take, books. I need to take one of these out. Oops. Yeah, canon books. Oops. Which also, Chuchi is not a minor character. She's not a two-second character. Take her out. <laughs> no, she is. If you, she's not. She's, she's, she's okay. in no, 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 no. episodes no. of the Clone Wars. All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> she is in random background of a bunch of the episodes. She has like, one where she goes on a mission with Padme. Yeah, she's the main character. Look, if you can say 3PO and R2-D2 in Rogue One, I can say Chuchi in Clone Wars. No, because it's only in Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, and if you only watch certain episodes, she's a background character. I'm just saying that she is in the background of a lot of episodes and doesn't ever have her name or anything mentioned. Um, like, she does have her own episodes, but she also is just there randomly in the background. And I would have loved her if it was just that as well. Okay, I'll give that to you because yeah. you wouldn't have cared. Because what? <laughs> She wouldn't have cared if she would if she would have ever gotten an episode about her. Yeah, I would still love her no matter what. Anyways, other random Clone Wars characters. Um, there's Tiplar and Tipley who came in in the Lost Missions, who are like the weird alien girls with the big tentacles, kind of just like rippling off the back of their heads. Oh. Uh, like there's a pink one which I got very excited about. There's also a green one, and I can never remember which one is which. I think Tipley might be the green one. Um, maybe, and they're really cool. Like. I remember seeing the trailers or whatever it was for it and being like, wow, those Jedi are so cool. I love them. Uh, and there's also Reg Nima, who is um, a medic, a Jedi medic, I guess. She's she's looking after Yoda in the in the Lost Missions as well when he goes to run away to the Force Planet, uh, <laughs> to Korriban, which isn't Korriban anymore. Uh, yeah. She's really cool. Really cool alien Jedi girl. You can see I have a theme here with like really cool alien Jedi ladies. Uh, the Clone Wars helped with that. I like it. That. Did. Yeah, yeah. And I also have there was the Lando miniseries that came out like ages ago. The original mm. miniseries, um, which was really, really good. But there were the two uh, The cat husbands. Who, yeah, the cat husbands who like everyone argued with me for so long whether or not they were gay. They were very obviously no, gay. They're obviously gay. Super they're gay. like talking about having a child together. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> um and there was a clue to like my love and stuff like that. Yeah, there was those their two, husbands. Those two husband dudes, they were very cool, and I still really love them, um, even though it's been years since that comic book came out. Yeah, they were good. I like them. Um, I mean, they weren't good, but, you know. <laughs> For books, I just got to go with the entirety of Twilight Company. 
Yeah, I like, was torn on that. I, I love every single one of them. Twilight Company, but that felt like cheating because they're all the like leads of the book. Yeah, they're not really a background. I don't really remember any good uh, background characters from the books. Um, so I'm I'm working my way through my rewatch of the Clone Wars right now, and one character that that kind of background character that's standing out to me is King Katunko, mm. who is <laughs> yeah. the the king of the Watos. I hate it, <laughs> <laughs> but he's like. He's so the opposite of Watto. He's just like friendly and happy and jovial and just like really. Is he well shaved? Or yeah, is he he's well sleepy? shaved. And I just want to take him out for a drink. Actually, I'm not sure if he's well shaved. Let's find out. <laughs> it's going to change your drinking opinion on it. Oh yeah, he's very cleanly shaven. Okay, great, great. Wait, his, he, he has he has a name. What was his name? His nose still makes me uncomfortable, but like uh, Katunko. Katunko. K a t u u n k o. He's just he's just nice, um, and it makes me sad what happens to him. Um, yeah. But also, yeah. like you all know that I'm like major fanboying for Resistance right now, and part of the thing I love about Resistance is that there are so many background characters, but that they keep coming back and they slowly are getting mm-hmm. uh, like stories kind of not like they're kind of coming into play in little ways where you can slowly start to piece together characters. Like if, if any of you are listening to this episode and you're like, wow, I love these two second background characters. You should watch resistance because like it's full of them. Yeah. Um, and they're, and they're getting justice done to them, I would say, which is awesome. So, um, one that I will highlight is the little yellow guy, the little minion guy who's always cleaning the floors. <laughs> no, that was mine. Oh, is that yours? I'm sorry, Meg. Oh, oh my God. I take it back. <laughs> Danny. Oh, that's what night. you meant by janitor. <laughs> I was like, who's the yeah. janitor? I was like, oh. I was like broom boy? <laughs> yeah, okay, so I'll just say it. Yeah, talk about janitor. Janitor Jedi, oh Is my that, god. Yeah, there's this little, like, potato-headed janitor <laughs> in Resistance that's always, like, waxing the floors, and I love him so much. Every time he shows up, I'm just like, oh, it's a janitor. And he's always just doing a good job. Yeah, he works And really he hard. doesn't let, like, Kaz distract him. Or, like, he never complains that animals are leaving messes everywhere. Like, he just does his job and does his work. And he also looks like the mascot from Swimming Anime. And <laughs> oh, him. my God. He's my favorite. That's that was my answer to this was the janitor from the resistance. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal it from you. I definitely meant to steal from Heath. <laughs> wow. It's fine. It's fine. My turn. Yeah. Uh Jot the Jawa. Aww. Which one's that one? He um he had the story by Griffin McElroy in oh, certain so- point of view. I just I love I love that story. It was so delightful. And then I like found out later that it was Written by Griffin, which I didn't know at the time. Um, so yeah, I love Jot. I haven't read it, but Dinner Leader told me about that story, and it was sounded so cute. Yeah, it's very good. Great. Well, I already said mine. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the hard question, which is any of the books that we've covered on Rogue Padron. And so that includes <laughs> the X-Wing books, um, but also can include iJedi as well as Courtship of Princess Leia. And I'm going to say in this that Lujane doesn't count. <laughs> in the grand scheme of the series, she does. Yeah, no, but yes, in the grand scheme of the series, but not in the book she was actually in. I legitimately couldn't think of anybody else. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't have another answer. I, was, like, I mean, this is why I have her, first of all. 
<laughs> okay, literally, listeners, when I opened the show notes, it had Sav, Danny, and Heath also LeJane. So. <laughs> I said LeJane first. Well, no. <laughs> Heath may have said it before me, but I... No! You also blank there, I remember, because yeah. I was like, nobody's sneezing here. Well, and then I, I wrote LeJane. I, I was saving LeJane because I thought it would be a funny joke to play on you. Because uh, I know you love LeJane. Yeah. Either. So I wasn't like, writing see, it yet. Why I want to say Lou Jane for mine is because the amount of love I hold for this character and the amount of time she's actually in the books for that entire series. <laughs> it is disproportionate. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. extremely disproportionate, yeah. which is why I mentioned her. Like, she I is don't... the main character in the book she's in, which is, like, half of the first book. And then she's dead. Um, and not really brought up again after that, despite being the heart of the squad. Uh, but I also said Broke Bessery because I just fell in love with him, despite him barely being in the book, because I imprinted on him as, like, the kind of boy that I like, which is weird, uh, but that happened. So those are mine. Also, all of the mouse droids in that one book with um, <laughs> Tonin. Solo command. Yeah, all those droids. I love those mouse droids. Um, Jart. Yeah, I was hoping oh God, I to say Jart. Jart was great. He was a hero, even though he got brainwashed and then killed a bunch of people. But <laughs> I'm really glad you said Jart. I was really hoping someone would. I can't believe I forgot about Jart, that poor boy. How could you forget about Jart? He's the most tragic character in the entire X-Wing series. Truly. He was just a businessman, and then this is what happened to him. Keith, do you have a not Lujane answer? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I I can't think of anybody else. Oh, boy. (laughs) And that wasn't even your answer. That was a joke answer. I'm sorry, but it's already all gone from my head. I do have another one. And it is those random two people having a fight in the other room when Wes is like, not Wes, when Wedge is like telling Eris oh, yeah. he loves her. Eris, <laughs> you wrong one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yella. Oh. Yella, yeah. And there's those two people just having a fight in the other room. Yes. Like, I love those two so yeah. much. <laughs> so, re- who... so relatable. The guy yeah. comes in and he's like, oh, you've already taken the hiding spot. I guess I'll hide somewhere else then. <laughs> Great. Are you here to fight or are you here for love? <laughs> I love that. Like, I've forgotten most of that book, but I've remembered that very vividly. Was, was. was there an extremely minor background character named Lur? Maybe. Are you thinking about Futurama? Or... No. I don't. I've never no. seen it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. I just really remember Jart. Anyway, I really <laughs> liked Lur. um well i have enough for everybody so um the obvious answers are broke vestry and dorset conair yep Mm -hmm. Um, check 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 but like one everybody knows that because i talk about them all the time and i have an art of them on my wall (laughs) um the only art that exists of them Um, (laughs) and but my more serious answer is all of the ladies from the Singing Mountain Clan who Cat called Isildur and pinched his bottom. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I forgot about that. That was good. <laughs> they are all heroes. And if I could, you know, if if the world could be more like them, that'd be great. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is happening? All right, so... I guess I am one of Saf's favorite Star Wars Legends I characters. I have there! Because someone deleted something and was messing around the show notes. Oh, uh, maybe. No, that doesn't be me. All right. Okay. So, last. Is any other Legends property or a miscellaneous Star Wars stuff? 
Okay, so this was hard because I do have a lot of like random legends characters I like, but the problem is they're like they tend to be like pretty like I said before they t- tend to be pretty central to the stories they're in. Um, but they're like characters that nobody ever talks about in the world. But first off, I do have to like say Safwan, Kara Safwan from Solo, who you like see the sleeve of, but she is named after me, so I have to love her um, because she's amazing. And it's the only good, it's the only redeeming thing about Solo is that there's a character named after me in it. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> must be nice for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was very exciting. I think um, Aubrey and I really annoyed the guy sitting next to us when we saw the movie when we got really excited about seeing her sleeve because um, he Yikes. was not happy. But also, just like the book Red Harvest in general, it's not really a book that anyone ever talks about, but it's it's one of my favorite Star Wars books ever. It's real weird. None of the characters ever appear in anything else. It sits in a weird time period of the universe. Um, there's a Bothan in it. Like, the main character, whose name I kind of remember, is just a girl who can talk to plants. And there's a character based off of Liam Neeson and Taken. Uh, Wait. Wait, I'm into this book. <laughs> it's, it's a horror novel. That. It's a horror novel about, like, Sith zombies. Okay, um, I read Death Troopers, but I didn't read Red Harvest. Yeah, this is kind of like a prequel to that. I think I've never read Death Troopers, uh, but I really like it. It's actually a really decent horror novel. But like in the grand scheme of Star Wars, it feels like a two-second background character, just the book yeah. itself kind of yeah. does. And I really love that book, so I just wanted to give a shout-out to that book. Um, and also Dasha Assant, who is a main character in the book she's in, but also she dies. <laughs> oh. But I love her. Um, I don't know where he fits, so I'm putting him here. Zero the Hut. Nice. <laughs> Zero the Hut is the best hut. <laughs> and I know people roll their eyes at Zero and are disturbed and annoyed by Zero, but I think Zero is a wonderful character and I will come to his defense whenever needed. Mm, bad call. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not worth it, TBH. <laughs> he's so funny in purple though. He is definitely purple. Yeah, he's one of those he's one of those two things. <laughs> Uh, Salacious Crumb. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, so gross and funny. He's so gross. And I feel like he's been, like, pop... Maybe I'm imagining it. I feel like I've seen him in stuff recently. Is that true? Has he been there in comics or something? There was a bunch of... Co- yeah, yeah, yeah. And but... there was also a bunch of um, Kowakian monkey lizards in uh, Resistance, so you oh, might have yeah. seen like, clips from that. Oh, wait, is that his species? Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah. Heath, you yes. should watch that episode of Resistance, even if you've never seen any of the others, just because there's some amazing Quackian monkey lizard reveals that happen there. And oh Seebs is God. in it. Seebs! I love Seebs. Seebs is in it! Oh yeah, and CB so is in cute. it too. My my Resistance ship of CBBB. Yeah, see, it's Seebs and Beebs. Seebs and Beebs. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch yeah. it. Yeah, I, I just think his existence is funny. It is. It's weird. <laughs> um... My favorite is um, Aisha the Red Ewok from the Ewok animated series. She was lost at a young age. She's actually the, the sister of Princess Nisa. And she was lost in the young age, but then survived in the forest. And what she does, and she stays out in the forest. And every like winter when the poachers arrive, uh, she goes and she beats them all up and frees all the animals they try to poach. She's just a big Ewok. And she's taller than the other Ewoks. Oh she's God, so nice. badass. I'm really into her. Yeah. Wow. That was a lot of characters no one's ever heard of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
hope hope you like Star Wars. <laughs> hope you like some Star Wars. All right. So Heath, do we have a listener question? We do. Uh, we want to know who is your favorite two-second character in all of Star Wars. Oh my god, we don't have to answer this next week. We don't. We already answered it. Yeah, we just we just <laughs> spent an so hour many... answering this question. I know. I'm so glad I don't have to think about anything now. Like, you only week. you only have no to thing. give us one though. Yeah. But maybe give us like one in your head canon about them because yeah. just one yeah. word listener yeah. responses are no fun. Yeah, or like who they are and why. Yeah, yeah. 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 How about why? why? You, give us why a why. Do you like them so much. Yeah, because it's like them because i love their tentacle head and then we can go we can do something with that <laughs> you have to I give us something i love bb90 because i really just love like spherical creatures um i had a bouncy ball when i was a child that was like my favorite toy for like <laughs> five wow. years oh here it's a therapy session all of a sudden <laughs> <laughs> and babes is just like a big exciting bouncy ball that i cannot bounce i don't know Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there's a good example of how to answer our question. Well, there's an example later. anyways. <laughs> anyways, hit us up on Twitter with your answers to this question. Our Twitter is at RogPodron. You can email us at RogPodron at gmail.com. Thank you for your email, Still, I hope that's how I say it. Uh, we got them. It's amazing. I cried a little bit. Um, we very much appreciate the good thoughts. Uh, we have a website, RogPodron.com. Subscribe to us via the Rogue Podrum feed on iTunes and also others now. Stitcher, Podbean, uh, write and review us on iTunes. We have a five-star review from Lenny Neal, uh, who is one of our pod sisters now. Uh, 10 out of 10. Good pod, I guess. Thank you, Lynn. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the stars. We were very hungry. Yeah, we'll take the stars. The review is, thank you for the stars. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the stars are good. The review. The fact we have a five-star rating on iTunes says a lot uh, about, I don't know, about our listeners more than us, I think. But I like it. That's a lot about a lot of things. It's <laughs> a lot about a lot of things. Anyways, give us a nice review and we will read it out in the show. So if you want me to say something really stupid, there's your chance. It's true. Baffle. <laughs> read whatever is in those reviews. Yeah, I literally don't read the word before the word I'm about to say. So, like, I just know <laughs> Good philosophy, Seth. All right. So next time, I, Rogue Leader, am handing off the reins to one of my babies here, and we'll see how it goes. Wait, which one of us is it? Uh, I think it's Heath, actually. Okay. The planning document says Heath. But I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to have that. (laughs) Set up a false expectation. (laughs) (laughs) Heath, Heath did do his homework this week, so he's probably, like, done for the next couple of months. <laughs> so next week when you tune in, it's going to be someone else. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I just said. One of the babies. <laughs> One of no, us. I can do it. Yeah, great. All right. And with that, this is Rogue Podron signing off. Pash out. Pew. We did it. First new format episode. We're in an episode. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Okay. Don't feel like pressure to be as good as Meg because that's not going to happen. So no, it's not going to happen. None yeah. of us will ever. Be <laughs> oh, she's been doing this for how many years with us? Been doing it for a while. <laughs> You're all good babies. We try. Yeah. And it's not like I won't be talking at all. So <laughs> I won't just be like, "Oh, you're on your own." Thank God. Let me just yeet you right into this pool. Is that how you use it? Yeet. I think yeet. so. Ask I don't know. Andy. Ask Andy. I don't understand. I don't understand that word. <laughs> like I've seen the one where it's like Rafiki and he throws Simba and like someone says yeet and I'm like I don't get it. <laughs> like the original use of yeet, I'm pretty sure it was from that vine that was like this bitch empty yeet and it's thrown in the can. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I think. But I'm like, but that was a long time ago, and so I don't know if that's the current usage of yeet. I- Change usage, I think, to just kind of encompass like any sort of throwing or like running away. I guess. Okay, I guess. Like, um, I never felt old, uh, like old with slang and memes until like Yeet started changing meaning, <laughs> and then I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> right, but it's true. It doesn't mean the same thing anymore. Seth, you're almost as yeah. old as Wedge and Tilly's now. God, what the fuck? He is not. <laughs> I realized that like I'm officially going to be mid twenties this year, and that fucks me up. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay. <laughs> Making everyone must be real me. rough for you, being oh, in your twenties. Boo. 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 <laughs> I mean, nobody takes me seriously. Hang on, I'm gonna go get Leah's violin to play for you. <laughs> I took you seriously once. <laughs> wow, how things have fallen. It was a good you were day. Like Twenty-one. Yeah. <laughs> can't take you serious now that I was almost a mid-20 year old. Yeah, no. You're so out of touch. I don't know what the children are talking about these days. Oh boy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 